same God today and the same God tomorrow. Help me see the victory you already see. Let my faith be today what it will be tomorrow when I see the victory you already see.
the Lord, everybody. Amen. Good to be in the house of the Lord. It's Thursday night. Amen. And we look to the Lord as we get into his word tonight. Good to see everyone. Appreciate everyone being here tonight. Amen. God is good. Amen. If you can stand with me, let's stand. We're going to pray. If there's any prayer requests tonight, if you have a prayer request, how about you just, if you would like to share with us, if there's any specific thing or person that you would like us to pray for, we'd love to do that, Brother Tom. Pray for Brother Bob. We know um, Brother Bob had some news um, with um, sickness in his body, so pray for Brother Bob. Brother Henry. Okay, Brother Henry's mother-in-law. She, she's sick in her body. We need miraculous healing. Okay. Name? So let's pray for Alice May, Stacy's cousin. She lost her uh, husband, and they've been together for 65 years. That is something else. <laughs> okay. Anyone else, um, Brother Bradley? Okay. Okay. Do you know her niece's name? Okay. 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 No problem. So we need to pray for the right family. They have a little baby niece missing and um, can't imagine. Sister Mina? Brother Kellerman. What's his name? Alva. Alva. Brother Kellerman's brother Alva. Amen. Any other prayer requests? I hope you're remembering these names. <laughs> so, <laughs> Stacy's cousin, Alice, Allie May, or Alice May? All right, Alice May. Got to add the May in. So, <laughs> she, she, she she lost her husband of 65 years to so pray God's peace and always pray that she will look to the Lord in this time. Brother Henry's mother-in-law, um, Brother Kellyman's brother, Alva, um, Brother Tom mentioned Brother Bob, our um, uh, part of our congregation, pray for him for healing. Um, the Wright family, their um, niece is missing. And Naya Woods, pray for Naya Woods. Just shout out her name to the Lord. That um, the Lord will grab a hold of her and bring her back home safely. We had a shooting in Trenton not long ago. A little girl um, prayed for their family. And we can always, when, whenever we pray, just pray that they will look to the Lord and turn to Jesus and not just um, pray. Because, you know, no matter what we are wanting uh, for God to do for people, the most important thing is that they're saved. The most important thing is that they're saved. And so as much as we pray for comfort, you know, much as we pray that, um, you know, those that are lost will be found, as much as we pray for healing, um, the most important prayer is that God will reveal himself to them and that they will be saved. Because that's important. 
Because we can go to heaven sick. We can go to heaven with hurt feelings. But when you're lost, you don't go to heaven. Brother Kelman? Oh, yeah, that's right. So there was a pileup on 295 yesterday. I almost got caught in it and <laughs> I whip off a little bit. It was a 16-car pileup. So pray for God's hand to be upon them. And um, he will bring everybody through that made it, that he will touch their body and, again, reveal himself to them. And pray tonight that God will help us and speak to us in our Bible study. Let us pray. Father, we thank you tonight for the gathering of the saints. We thank you tonight, Lord God, for allowing us, Lord Jesus, to be in your presence, to be able, Lord God, to call on your name. We humble ourselves under your mighty hand. We humble ourselves and submit to your authority. And, oh, God, we ask that you will have your way in our heart, in our mind, in our thoughts tonight. We ask, Lord God, that you will truly purge us from all iniquities, cleanse us from all unrighteousness, and allow us, almighty God, to be, oh, God, consecrated, to be holy and righteous. As we come before you tonight, we pray that you will give ears to our prayers that as we pray, you will hear us, Lord God, and grant us our petitions according to your will. Oh, God, we pray tonight for Brother Bob that you will touch his body and that you will heal him from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet. I command sickness to be dried up and I command it to leave his body right now in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for Alva, Lord God, that by the power of the Holy Ghost, and, oh, God, by your healing virtue, that you will heal him and make him whole. I pray, Lord God, for the family. Oh, God, that, that lost the little girl that was shot, that, Lord, you reveal yourself to them, that they will come to know you as you comfort them and lead them and guide them. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray, oh, God, for the right family, Lord God, that, Lord, your hand will be upon their child, upon their niece, Lord God, and that, Lord, you will move upon her, Lord, and, oh, God, you'll bring her back home safely, oh, God. Reveal yourself to them, Lord, that they will know you, Lord Jesus. Jesus, uh, for those, almighty God, that was in that terrible accident yesterday, Lord God, I pray in the name of Jesus uh, that, Lord, your hand will be upon those that were injured. I pray that you'll bring them through, Lord God, and most importantly, that you'll reveal yourself to them, uh, that you will save their souls, almighty God. I pray tonight, Lord God, uh, for Alice May, Lord God, uh, that, Lord, you will comfort her, but reveal yourself to her. Help her to See who you are and know you for herself, Lord God. I pray for Brother Henry's, Lord God, mother-in-law, that from the crown of her head to the sole of her feet, you will touch her, O oh God, and that you'll heal her body, and that you'll strengthen her and make her whole. Lord, we pray and we ask you these things in the name of Jesus, and we pray tonight, Lord, that you will speak to us in our Bible study tonight. Reveal more truth to us. Allow us to have an encounter with you tonight and experience the power of the Holy Ghost. Oh, God, we need you. We desire the will of God to be done in our lives, to be done in the house of the Lord tonight, Lord God. I pray for Lolita, Lord God, and I pray that you touch her mind and make her whole. Let the 
mind which be in Christ Jesus also be in her. Anoint me to be used as your oracle tonight and touch the hearts of your people and they will receive the engrafted word and become doers of your word and not hearers only. We give you the praise and the honor, Lord, for truly you are our God and we bless and praise your holy name. In the name of Jesus, let us thank him tonight. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Blessed be your holy name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Brother Scarlett, how about you give Sister Cole a microphone and let her tell us what's been going on. <laughs> give her a microphone. Tell, tell her to tell us what's been going on. Hallelujah. Help us, Lord. Amen. God is so good and so wonderful. We thank him. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord again. He alone is worthy. Can you just join with me as we lift our hands in the presence of the Lord? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Have your way. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah. 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 Through it all. Through it all. I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. Through it all. <laughs> Through it all. I've learned to depend upon his word. I thank God for the mountains. I thank him for the valleys. I thank him for the storms he brought me through. If I never have a problem, I will know that God could solve them. Then I will know what faith in God could do. Through it all. Through it all. I've learned. I've learned. Hallelujah. To depend on Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. Through it all. Through it all. I've learned to depend upon His Word. I thank God for the mountains. I thank Him for the valleys. 
I thank him for the storms he brought me through. If I never have a problem, then I will know that God could solve them. Then I will know what faith in God could do. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. To God be the glory. Great things he had done. Hallelujah. If I never have a problem, I would know what faith in God could do. Let me extend greetings to our pastor tonight and Lady Wyatt in her absence. To all the ministers and the saints of the Most High God, let me salute you and greet you, our friends, in the awesome name of Jesus. The only saving name. Hallelujah. It is through this name, the Bible said that this name, Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he is God who reigns forever. The almighty God. The redeeming God. Hallelujah. The Alpha and the Omega. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The infinite God. The God who cannot change. The immutable God. The gracious one. The awesome one. The amazing one. He is wonderful. Shut up. I said he is awesome. There is no God like our God. I said there is no God. He is the all-knowing one. None to compare to him. None before him. And none to come after him. He is the only self-existing God that takes counsel from nobody. Hallelujah. He rules at his own accord. And he works at his own timing. He is amazing. He is wonderful. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. My doctor in my in my sick room. I said he's my doctor in my sick room. Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I just want to make it short. Hallelujah. Thank you, Sister Scarlett. It has been a journey. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My strength has been tested. My faith has been tested. 
Hallelujah. But I learned to wait upon God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I've learned to listen and to follow through on his direction. Hallelujah. One songwriter said, some through the waters, some through the flood, some through the fire. Hallelujah. But God lead is their children along. He is great in every aspect. Hallelujah. The doctor, the healer divine, the great bomb in Gilead. Hallelujah. I thank him tonight for bearing with me. Hallelujah. There were times through my journey, or on my journey, that I felt so confused sometimes. Hallelujah. My faith would waver. Hallelujah. But then I begin to, when I think it all over, I say, there is nobody, no God, Hallelujah, beside the God that I serve. There is no one that exists in this world or this universe that is all-knowing like my God. He knows everything and He is the only one that knows everything. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And sometimes we are taken down in the valley to be tested and tried, to be proven. Hallelujah. Sometimes we get burned. Hallelujah. To be proven of what material we are built of. Hallelujah to God. I'm glad for God Almighty. I'm glad for His virtues. I'm glad for His attributes. I'm glad for His power. Hallelujah. He's the only all-knowing God who exists and has so much power. Hallelujah. Power to heal the sick. I said power to heal the sick. Power to raise the dead. Power to quicken our sinful body. Power, hallelujah, to change and transform us into who you want us to be. I'm glad for the transformation tonight. I'm glad for the awesomeness of God Almighty. I'm glad for the healing power, hallelujah, that exists in his name. There is no other name that carries such power, such wonder. Such amazing strength. I thank God for the doctors. I thank God for the nurses. I thank God for the entire medical fraternity. Hallelujah. It is God who gave them the wisdom to operate. <laughs> oh Lord. I can't finish it tonight. But I'm saying to us tonight that God 
is a God of his word. Hallelujah. I said the Bible said he's not slack concerning his promise. Whatever our God promised, that's what he will do. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so tonight I want to testify. For he gave me a testimony that there is no God like our God. There is no healer like our God. Hallelujah. He healed the sick. Hallelujah. He opened blinded eyes. Brethren, we just in this little last part when I went into the hospital. Lord Jesus. You see, there are times in our lives when God delays us. And sometimes we can't stay and abide because we are anxious to move. Hallelujah. We are on the go. We are on the go. We are on the go. And the worst part of it is that we are not even we are not we don't even realize that we are not in the will of God. But when you can wait upon God, patiently wait upon Him and watch your God, and every day you give a smile. Hallelujah. And, and, and sometimes it appears as if, oh, you're not going through anything. But because you and God have a thing going, you don't worry and doubt God. You settle yourself in God and watch Him work. Hallelujah. And so I watch Him work. I watch him as I go through my time, as I take the journey. It seems like, oh, there was a break. But I remember, I said to Pastor, I said, Pastor, I remember this word came to me while I was in the hospital. You are delayed for divine intervention. I said, God, I said, God, God, what is it? What is it? You, you, you really, really holding me? And for four months, Four months after leaving the hospital for the first time, I was delayed. But God showed up at his own time. He showed up right on time. Hallelujah. He did not miss his appointment that he set. And that at the time of his appointed time, Job said, I will wait until my change come. My change has come. Hallelujah. God has done it. I said, look here. It's as if I was parted in two, Sister Sylvia. Upside functioning, the other side like it not functioning. Oh, Jesus. The doctor said that the last thing, the doc, one of the doctors said to me, it is not looking good. Things not looking good. I never feel a way. Because I just have a, I just have a belief that it was already done. And I hung on to that. That it was already done. Just waiting on the testimony and the reality. The doctor said, you cannot do the surgery. Because the left side of your heart, it doesn't make sense. Not even bypass. 
So maybe there was a fear in them of touching that side. So they said, you know what? We're not even going to touch that side. Lord Jesus. But I remember Pastor came when, last week Wednesday night. At the, at, at the time appointed when God sent him when God sent his servant and anointed me and laid his hand on me I said there is virtue in laying on of hands hallelujah hallelujah there is something about laying on of hands and I remember after he left in the hours of the night, I feel something begin to turn, spin up, spin up, and something begin to move up. I said, Mike, I said, yes, God, I know it's you. Yes, and something is happening. I said, God, I know something is happening. I know it is happening. Hallelujah. And when I was taken to do the procedure, after they, they went to the doctor, said to me, you know what? We were able to clear two of the arteries. The side that they said they couldn't bother touch. That was the side that they touched. That was the side that began to function again. That was the side that the doctor looked at me and said, You know, stay good. But look at me. Look at me tonight. Look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. They were going to do a third thing. The doctor said, I don't even have, have need of touching of doing that one again. I don't need to do that. God already fixed it. God already taken care of it. Hallelujah. I said, God Almighty. Hallelujah. He work a work upon me tonight. And anywhere I go, I want the world to know that I'm favored. I'm favored of God. And the devil can't do nothing at all about it. I said I'm favored of God. The blood of Jesus is upon me. The mark of Calvary is upon me. I'm redeemed. Not with silver. I'm redeemed. Not with gold. But by the precious, 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 precious blood. The blood that flows at Calvary. The blood of Jesus has never lost its power. I said it's real blood. Never lost its power. There is victory in serving God. There is power. God is a real God. I said it's reality. It's reality. It's not a fake thing. God is not a fake. I said he's not a fake God. He's a real God. He's a God who answers prayer. I said he's a God who will always be there for you. Trust him with all of your heart. Trust him. When you get low, trust him. 
When you're on the mountaintop, trust him. He is responsible for you. And he promised to take care of us. I don't have anywhere to go. To whom shall I go? Hallelujah. Set down the disciples. When thou art eternal life. You have eternal life to give me, then who should I go to? I was saying to Pastor this evening, I said, the devil is a thief. And all, all who want to cling to him, you, 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 you're a loser already. You, you don't have nothing to get. You're wasting your precious time chatting, chatting, and rubbing up with the devil. I say you're wasting time. You look at his creator and say, oh, look here. If you will just worship me, I'll give you this. You don't have nothing but teeth. The Bible says, him come to kill and steal. Which woman want, which woman? No one say, this man is a thief. He's a criminal. It, 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 it is happening, you know. But we sensible woman. That, that, that means to, to have something in the future. Want to go shock up with no thief. Want to go shock up with no man who want to bring down destruction on her. The devil is a thief and a liar. Him is a big time general. Him a undercover. Counterfeit. He don't have nothing for himself. His, his existence depends upon God. Him don't have nothing. So we are following for. We are running down for. Him don't have nothing to give you. The only thing he has to offer is shame and disgrace. Hallelujah. Look at my God. Transform me from a thief into a real person. Transform you and give you beautiful hashes. Look at how handsome you are. Look at how beautiful you are. My God is real and there is none to compare with him. Hallelujah. Serve him well. Serve him well. Work the work of him that sent you while it is day. For when night cometh, when no man can work. God bless you tonight. As you take your time and just walk the journey. It will soon be over. All troubles and trials will soon be over. And one of these days, we're going to soar to the sky. To meet our Lord in the air. We'll be joining together at the great banquet. At the great supper of the Lamb. Hallelujah. I don't want nothing here to hinder me. I said I don't want nothing here. Rich man died. And the only thing that he carries is two hands beside him. 
his whole body. And he get a little cage. And they lock him down. No house, no here. No money, no going. No, no wife, no going. As much as wife love, no wife, no going. No children. Too sad if him never make it in. That's all we are working and living for with God. To be with him. To spend eternity with him. When we shall walk all over God's heaven. In the home he has gone to prepare. So work while it is day. For the night cometh when no man. Mother Helen, work while it is day. For the night cometh. Mother Thomas, when our labors will be over. Our work here will be done. And we are called. Oh, when the roll is called up yonder. I said when the roll is called up yonder. Hallelujah. I don't want to bear the name say I am a Pentecostal. Me want to all my blood. Me blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, Pentecostal. Hallelujah. Sealed with the blood of Jesus. I want to be sealed with the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. For each blood was not just blood of another spotless lamb. But his blood was precious blood. All the blood of Jesus. All the blood. Somewhere I said, I see a crimson stream of blood. It flows from Calvary. It wears which reach the throne of God are sweeping over me. Serving God is the best thing. Serving God is the best thing. Serving God is the best thing. There is nothing to compare. There is nothing to compare with those steps that you take walking in the footstep of the Master. Hallelujah. Saints, redeem the time. Hallelujah. For our Master is coming. Hallelujah. Only who, who let it will let until he be taken out of the way. Then the church will be gone. I said, instead of me, full up, full up, full up. Instead of me, just a bubble up. With the glory of God. The peace of God. The love of God. Hallelujah. Only God could have done this to me. Only God could have made me over. Only God could have given me this peace and this healing in my body. I thank him. Hallelujah. I am not mad. But it's, this is just a foretaste. Hallelujah. Of what is to come. God bless you. Come on church. Praise the Lord.
Give the Lord thanks. The Lord is good. The Lord is great and greatly to be praised. There is none like Jesus. We love you, Lord. We bless your name tonight, Lord God. We're grateful and we're thankful. I will bless the Lord at all times. My praise shall continually be in my mouth. For I will bless him. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody ought to praise him in here tonight. Somebody ought to thank him in here tonight. The woman of God says, serve him well. There's nothing else to do but to just serve him well. Nothing else but just serve him well. My God, my God, my God. God have a way of doing what is just just right for us, what's best for us. Amen. I thank God for his goodness. I thank God for the church. I thank God for just allowing us to be here tonight. I appreciate his goodness. I look forward to everything that the Lord does because everything he does is perfect. I appreciate every one of us that he has brought together. I appreciate all of you because all of us, God has brought us together for a purpose. He brought us all together for a purpose. And I thank God for it. I came in tonight and Brother Kellerman was teasing me and said, he says, the, the, the elders are not here for you, Pastor. We're here because of the word that you teach. I said, I wouldn't want it any other way. <laughs> I wouldn't want it any other way. They're here because of the word of God. Because if the word of God can't keep us, nothing else can. Nothing else can. And if that's what's keeping us, then that's all right. But I must tell you, I appreciate every one of you. And Brother Kellerman, back to you or back at you as they like to say, I thank God for you. And it's just it's just so good to have solid Christian people in the house of God. It's just, you know, good to have people that's been around the block that knows this thing. Because as I grow in Christ, I realize the benefit and I realize the blessings of having people around you that's been doing this longer than you. <laughs> Okay, I look forward to that. And every once in a while, God will do something that's out of the norm for us. Amen. But, you know, you can't be so locked in your ways. You know, I've been talking to you a little bit about being flexible so God can work through you. If you just keep doing things the way you do it and always, you know, just going through your regiment and just do what you can do. You, you hinder the power of God from working in your life and from God working through you. You got to make yourself flexible and what's the word pliable so God can use you when he desire to use you. And you never know when that might be. And so we thank God for just what he's doing and how he's doing it. God is doing some fantastic things in all of our lives. Amen. And every once in a while, he'll let you see some of the things that he can really do because sometimes I'm not sure if we realize what he can do. You know, we talk about it. We preach about it. And I don't know if sometimes we really believe it. 
do we really believe that what God says he can do, that he does do it? Because when you really believe it, you will begin to live like it. Like, I trust God and I believe God and I know whatever God says, that's what he will do. And that's important for us to understand. This is why it's so important that every day you seek him and say, God, I want to know you more. I want more revelation of who you are. Because the more you know God, the more you have an experience with God, the more you're going to trust him, the more you're going to live like he is who he says he is. But if we don't get experiences with him and we keep hearing other people's experiences, then we lose that passion and we lose that belief that God is who he says he is. We have to interact with him each and every day. And so I thank God for just a great, great woman of God, a powerful testimony of what he has done. Thank God for what he's doing in our church. Our, our, our leadership prayer in the morning has been going fantastic. And I'm so grateful for all of you that have joined in at 5 a.m. in the morning or somewhere about and uh, just pray and call on the name of the Lord. Um, it's been wonderful. Uh, for those of you that have been faithful to our prayer in the morning, I know you can tell that there's something different going on within you. You know that's true, that, okay, something is going on within me. The power of God is just flowing in my life. And so continue to do that. Tomorrow we start a, a new spiritual journey is what we call our, our time of uh, prayer together. So tomorrow is October 1st, and we start another spiritual journey. And again, um, we will provide you with guidelines and guidance in your prayer, and we'll continue to pray again from 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. whenever you can fit in within that hour or if you can pray that entire hour but we also added another hour and that other hour if you want to pray at that hour will be 9 p.m through 10 p.m so if those of those of you that you know want to get on at 9 p.m through 10 p.m or within that time again it doesn't have to be the full hour you can join the prayer line and so um, we will send you out the link where you can join the prayer line 5 a.m or you can join the prayer line 9 p.m and pray together. When you get on the line, don't mute yourself. Just pray. You will be amazed on when you begin to pray and we hear each other pray how we encourage one another. Brother Tom and Brother Warren White are my example um, all the time of um, people coming into church and they hear and everybody pray and it sounds like confusion. I remember when Brother White started coming to church and he used to come to the prayer room and he says he hear all of us praying and it just sounded like confusion and he couldn't pray because it was he was being distracted because everybody was praying and he's like, I can't pray. I can't pray now. <laughs> you know, go, go listen to him pray now. You say, dude, what happened? And, and Brother Tom same way came into church. Oh, how do they do this? And he's trying to pray. He can't pray because he's hearing all of us praying. And now, good morning, Lord. Good morning, Lord. He's the first one on the line in the morning telling Jesus good morning and moving right along. I love these things. Man, I love it. So, so, so trust me, it makes a difference. It might not seem like it when you begin to pray and, and you're hearing other people pray. You might think that, what is this? No, just let prayer, just let prayer begin to flow and let it echo. Hear the voices of prayer and you will begin to start praying and it won't bother you. That's when you know you're praying, when others can pray and you're praying and you're not distracted, you're not bothered. That's when you know you're praying. <laughs> so I thank God for that. So we start that tomorrow 
and um, some of you had received handouts for the prayer guidelines. And for those of you that didn't, when you um, um, get on the prayer line tomorrow, we will have the um, the guidelines uh, for the prayer that we are praying. And remember, we're praying in our spiritual journey as we move forward toward God opening the door for us to walk in that building that we have signed the contract to purchase. And I can't tell you enough, church, how um, how everything has just been going well. <laughs> everything has been going well for us. God has really opened the door. In everything that we have done once God opened this door, it just seems like, you know, it's it's just wonderful, and I'm just so grateful to God for what he's doing. We still need to come up with the $1.7 million, but all I keep saying is, Lord, you keep opening these doors. I just believe that you're going to, you know, provide us with that $1.7 million because God don't tease you. God don't tease us. And so he will rather just not open the door to begin with than to open the door and then shut it. He doesn't do that kind of stuff, right? That's, that's what the devil does, the one that steals. <laughs> that's what he does. But God doesn't do that. If God opens the door, he completes what he starts. And so that 1.7 is coming. It's just a matter. You know what's interesting? I feel like God is going to you know, use um, you know, different methods of how he will bring. And he's going to use some of you in here to, to, to get that $1.7 million into the church. And I'm smiling because I want to see who he's going to use to do that. You're going to be surprised that somebody's going to say, I just got a check for $1.7 million. And it, it might not be somebody who you think might get the check. And it's just funny how God is going to just use different individuals of what he's going to do. As a matter of fact, in prayer today, God gave me my number for what I need to give um, my family as far as our commitment that we will make toward the building. And so I have my number. So um, the leadership uh, made their commitment on October 23rd. That's a Saturday evening at 5 p.m. And then we will do commitments from the rest of the congregation, the 9 a.m. service, and then the uh, 1030 service. You're going to make a commitment on what you think God wants you to give toward the purchasing of our building. And um, we want to try to give that, that, that commitment, we want to try to give it within uh, eight months or even less. We want to give it, we want, whatever you're going to commit to, you want to be able to give it as quick as you can. Because I believe that we're this quick and, and because all of the time that we thought it was going to take to get this building is not going that way. I mean, things are just running along. If I wasn't going to general conference this week, I would be going to the township with our attorneys and some of the other folks to go and meet the township to let them know what we are um, getting ready to do. And um, once we meet the township for the use variance, they will begin to prepare everything for us. And before you know it, we will get it. And before you know it, we're going to be outfitting the building once we have purchased it. So let's get ready. Whatever um, God, that's why we're praying that we will get the, the direction from God as opposed to saying, well, this is all I can afford. That's, that's not what, what you want God to do. You want God to tell you what he wants you to give. It, and, and when God tells you something, it doesn't have anything to do with what you can afford. It has to do with what God tells you you must do. And if God tells you do this, then you know you're going to be fine. He doesn't tell you anything that you can't do. So we're looking forward to that. And as I mentioned, um, the building is outstanding. It's in awesome conditions. 
um, our, our guy from um, headquarters, our Church of the Day guy, Terry Long, came out, and he was blown away how nice the building is. And um, he's just, he's, I don't know, Ethan, he was just more excited than us, it looked like, right? Brother Long was, was so excited, and he drew up, you know, the diagram of how our sanctuary will be laid out. And um, so we're just moving forward. So um, keep praying, keep asking God to direct you and um, what you can give and, you know, who he can lead you to that might want to participate and give to um, our building. Um, you know, as I said, there's not a lot of um, there's not a lot of congregations um, that we have in this area that can really facilitate reaching the loss. There's a lot of churches in our area that are kind of, you know, a lot smaller that, you know, if they if God even wanted to give them revival, they wouldn't be able to handle it because of the capacity. And so God is entrusting us with some serious property and which means he's entrusting he's going to entrust us with many souls. What, what did Brother Weber say? You just provide the container and he will fill it. You provide the container, God will fill it. And if we stand on the word of God and says, God, this is the container that we want, and God see fit that he will give that to us, then God's deal is I'm going to fill that container. And so that building is 17,000 square foot, and God will fill it when we occupy it. And so I look forward to it. Everyone has to get ready, though. We, we got to get ready. We're going to be as busy as we can be, busy as we've ever been. God is going to raise you all up to do you know, great work in the kingdom. All of you are going to be doing something fantastic and amazing for the Lord. So we want you to get ready because God is getting ready to do it. It looks like when we move in, uh, we will probably be landlords. <laughs> yeah, there's some tenants. There's a dance studio in the property that we're um, going after there. And um, it looked like they'll be there for a little bit because, you know, once you establish your reputation in a certain area and, you know, your building space, it's not easy to take up your business and move. So it looks like they will be there for at least a couple of years when we get the building, which is fine with us because the building is so large that we will not fill up the area that we're going to be taking over right away, um, not unless the Lord does something miraculous. But I think it plays right into the timeline of when we take over the entire building. So, I mean, you would never believe all the stuff that's going on, how God is doing it. You know, um, one of the things that they like to say is when you apply for use variance in any community, they always are skeptical with churches because they said, you no, know, churches kind of are the, the, the more than any other organization can, can kind of hide what they're doing and the community is never sure about what a church will provide and usually the church is this. And so they're very skeptical in giving churches use variance. And one of the first things they want to know when they're trying to give a church a use variance is what is the church doing in the community? And if the church cannot uh, say and prove what they're doing in the community, that's a big strike against any use variance in their town. Well, of course, our guy just smile about that question because they all know, well, we've been at the fire station for seven years. We're chaplain for the fire station. And so that's a proven deal already that we have been here over 70 years. We've been in, we've been in a, a, a township space and we offer our services to the fire department. So that's big. That's not little. Um, and so, you know, that's something that's, you know, when God put us here, we have no clue. We had no clue why he put us here. We had no clue what, what we were doing here. But now as you move forward, you realize all of these things now is unfolding. And you're like, oh, my goodness. 
so that we, you know, it, it directly connects us into the township as, you know, you know, people that they're familiar with. So when we go before the board for use variance, we're not going before strangers. They're not, we're not strangers to them. They're not strangers to us. And so we don't see um, any big problems there. We don't have to manipulate our parking spaces for any reason. So we don't have to do any major changes in our parking space. So that looked like that's going to go fairly quickly when we apply for our use variance. And so the only thing we need now is that money to sit down at the table and make the transaction. That's it. That's it. And when we get it, we outfit the place. I just spoke to, um, God is so good. I just spoke to some of our guys that work in church in the day. Right before I came to church tonight, one of my guys called me, and he is telling me we can't wait to come out to start helping you guys fix the sanctuary. So that's this kind of stuff that's going on where you have people. They're not, we're not paying we're not paying to, to outfit our sanctuary. We will buy materials, and some of the materials is going to be at a discounted price because some of these men are pastors and leaders in church that have businesses. And so they're just going to come and just you know volunteer their time, use their, um, their, their influence that they have, and get you know material at a discounted price. And they're going to come out about three weekends and knock out everything. And, and, and they're looking forward to do that. They're happy about that. They're calling us to say, let us know when you're ready. We'll bring the team down and we're ready to go. All we need is the $1.7 million. <laughs> Everything is in line. All we need is the $1.7 million. And so you will, you know, um, you, you, before you know it, you will be in your new church building where you'll be comfortable. We won't have two services anymore. We'll, we'll have enough space to do whatever. But just get ready for the, for the onslaught of the harvest that the Lord will bring our way. You've got to get ready because he's not putting us there so we can go tell our neighbors, oh, we have that really nice church on Tennis Court. <laughs> That's the name of our street, Tennis Court. So, you know, you know the Lord is not giving us, he's not giving us the building so we can all run around and tell people how nice our building is. Uh, that, that, that's not that's not why he's giving us the building. I'm telling you, you ready to change it? I got you. <laughs> so there, there there are four there are four um, businesses that that occupy three three it's three that occupy that entire street. It's a cul-de-sac that that our building is on, and so we figure you 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 leave us you leave us there long enough we'll just buy up everything around there and if we're the only ones on the street we can change the name of the street to Christ centered way but but if we're going to if we're going to carry that title it means that we're really going to have to do serious work in reaching our community this is not about the title this is about the work that we will do we want when we are all when it's all said and done it's the work that we did we heard from the woman of god tonight work while it is yet day just keep working keep serving the lord we're going to enjoy each other we're going to have a good time in the lord while we're doing it but at the heart of the matter is working and serving the Lord. There are so many people that are losing out on eternal life. And God has put us here to reach for them and to help them and to bring them in. So let's know that that's what God is doing. This is not this. The building is just, you know, it's 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 to facilitate growth. It's, it's where people can come. So when we reach them. They will have a place to fellowship, a place to worship, a place where they can come and hear the word of God. So that's what the building is for. It's not for us to say, look at us. Amen. 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 Don't, forget we, don't forget we have prayer breakfast this Saturday. 
at 8 a.m. 8 a.m. We want you to come and uh, pray with us. Prayer is so juicy right now. You don't want to miss it. Prayer is juicy right now. Oh, man. <laughs> Prayer is juicy right now. We're praying. And I just, it's just, it's, <laughs> it is so good right now. So you don't want to miss Saturday. And, and listen, you don't want to miss any step of the way as we're marching forward. I really do feel like we're on a journey and God has taken us. And, I, and everything that we're doing, you just feel like it's another step closer to where God has taken us. And so I don't want to miss anything that God is doing. Uh, we had a great um, um, launch, public launch last Saturday at the Marriott. And that was good. And we enjoyed that. But God is doing some things for us. And um, let's make him know how much we appreciate what he's doing in us and through us. Amen. Any, anyone have any thoughts or any, um, any questions about anything um, that I mentioned? Any, anyone? We all good? Yeah? All right. Well, um, this, is, this is Bible study tonight. I can't give it. It's Bible study tonight. This is it. That's, not, that's how I go. This is how I go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you want to hear a good word about whatever you wanted to hear. God already gave us the word. <laughs> so, so, so you, you don't come in. You know, it, that's why it's important to realize you come into the house of God and says, God, whatever is your will. So you got to be ready. You got to be ready because you don't know in what way God is going to speak to you, how he's going to speak to you, what he's going to do. So you come in like God, whatever it is. And so God already used the woman of God to speak to your heart and to let you know you need to trust God, serve him. He is the one. He's the one that will take care of everything. He's, he made good on his promises. Amen. And the woman of God up here, I'm like, Lord, the woman, the doctor is probably telling her to take it easy. And she wasn't taking it easy right now. <laughs> but guess what? She trusts her God. That's her relationship with her God right here. Ain't, ain't got nothing to do with none of us. That's her relationship. She knew what, or she knows her and her God had discussions about how they interact. And so she can do whatever her and her God is doing. And so that, that's what you saw there. Amen. And she know what God is doing in her life. So we thank God for the woman of God. I thank God for all of you. And it is, I got to tell you, it is a high honor to pastor a church with elders in the church. Because, you know, elders don't mess with um, the youngins if they're not doing right. I'll tell you the truth. If, if, if you pastor in church, you got some elders in there, you know, you start going sideways. They come to tell you first. Right. They come to straighten you out about sideways. And then eventually they're like, I got to go. They, they doing some crazy stuff in that church. And so for us to have elders in our church, it means that God has certainly blessed us and we're doing something right. We're doing something right. So we thank God for that. And we thank God. It, it is a blessing and a high honor to have elders in our church that support this church. And we love you and thank God for you. Let's stand. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Let's give a good offering tonight for our building fund. $1.7 million. Don't let the money get you all worked up anymore. I don't, I don't, the money don't faze me. And the number that God has given me, I just smile. <laughs> you know, because you know, I got I to eat the words that I tell you, right? So I can't ignore the words that I tell you. So God let them come back to me. When he gave me the figure today, I just smile. Okay, Lord. 
I finally stepped out in the living room and told my wife, this is what we're giving. <laughs> she couldn't say anything either. <laughs> you know, when God speaks, you don't say anything. You just do what he tells you. I said, here's what we're giving. So uh, we got our figures. And if the Lord says it, you just do what the Lord says. Amen. But, but, but be uh, sincere and, and give sacrificially in every way that you can. Part of what we're going to commit to the Lord, remember, it has nothing to do with your regular giving, your tithes and offerings. It, it's, it's not that. This is your commitment to say we're giving toward the purchasing of this new building. And um, I look forward to it and what God is going to do. So let's pray tonight. Thank God for what he's done. And you give a, a good offering tonight in the building fund. Father, we thank you tonight. Oh, great is your faithfulness, Lord. Father, we have no clue how good you are to us. We say that we know you're good, but we don't have a clue as to how good you are. And Lord, we are so thankful that when we came together tonight, you knew what you had in store for us. You knew what you would speak to us. You knew, oh God, how you would minister to us. And we're so thankful. We're so thankful, oh God, for the way you ministered to us tonight. The way you spoke to us tonight. We're so thankful, almighty God. Oh Lord, we want you to know that we're grateful in all that we do, Lord God. We want to demonstrate our gratefulness our appreciation for all that you've done, for all that you continue to do. I pray, oh God, that you will bless your people, Lord God, with all spiritual and temporal blessings, Lord God, that they're able, Lord God, to do exactly what they need to do in the kingdom of God. Lord, I pray tonight that as we give, you will bless and give back to us that we can continue to give, for we want to see the work of the ministry be fulfilled. We want to reap your great harvest, Lord God, and we want your will to be done. Lord, as we go from this place, we pray you keep your hand upon us. Let no harm nor danger come to us. We praise you and thank you in Jesus' name. Somebody say, in Jesus' name, amen. Don't forget our prayer breakfast Saturday morning. Come out. God bless you. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you for the love.